Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including The Promise Neverland, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. April Collins. Hi. And Allie Martin. Hey, everybody. Uh, yes, more of The Promise Neverland coverage. Uh, we covered the premiere this week uh, at the Overly Animated Podcast, and now we're getting into episode two that aired on Thursday afternoons U.S. time. It looks like it's when the show is going to air. Uh, episode two, 13-10-45. Um, looks like we are going to be going by what day it is naming schema, so as as we discovered at the end of last podcast. So yeah, this is the October 13th, uh, 2045, I think is, is what we're going for here. Um, so the next day after the previous one. And yeah, we'll be potentially doing every week coverage of The Promised Neverland here at the Overlimited Podcast. It'll be in our anime feed. So if you want to just subscribe for this and other, the very sporadic other anime podcasts, check that out at, uh, or uh, by searching on iTunes, Overly Animated Anime. You can find just the anime specific feed or our main feed as well. And we cross post all our podcasts to YouTube at youtube.com slash Overly Animated and find all of our stuff at overlyanimated.com. Um, yes, if you've not checked out Promise Neverland, make sure you check out the episode. This is like, you don't want to be spoiled for the show. So stop, go watch the premiere, and then also watch episode two, because we're talking about both of the first episodes here. So spoilers for the first two episodes of the Promise Neverland. Um, no manga spoilers here. Um, don't put those in the comments. No, if you don't spoil us. Michelle has read the manga, so we have a, a, a manga expert here who can tell us how it compares, um, but uh, we'll not be getting into spoilers, just like maybe comparing how, how things are in this adaptation, uh, this anime adaptation of the show. Um, yes, let's get into things, though. Episode two of The Promised Neverland. Michelle, what did you think? I I was really pleasantly surprised. I think by both of them, because I really didn't I don't think there was a ton of press coverage for this anime before it actually dropped. I think they kept it pretty hush hush mm-hmm. in the first trailer they released. Like there was barely any actual character animation in it. So they were really building the hype for you knowing as little as possible. Um, and it's like really kind of astounding how nice it's been so far. I should also point out this is the only anime I've ever seen that I read a manga first. I okay. never read manga. This was a special case because it was just really, really, really good. And I couldn't put it down. But like it's like kind of verbatim what the first five um chapters of the manga are these first two episodes and it's just really it's really nice to see like so much of the dialogue is exactly the same the characters like brought to life so beautifully there's so much loving detail and just like a lot of the gestures and highlighting a lot of their expressions in a way that I think like kind of brings it to an even more kind of visceral nice place than the manga can even capture at points um, so I'm like super high. This is gonna be so fun to watch. I mean, it's good. It's like kind of like you know, like they're like actual people die. Obviously, one's already died, so that's like a little sad. But like the stakes are real, and that's kind of exciting too. So I'm super high on the first two episodes. Nice. Okay, good stuff there from Michelle. April, what did you think of the second episode of The Promised Neverland? Um, I really liked the second episode because the first episode, like. I think we've all been saying is just like, it's a huge high. And so um, 
with a lot of like really big first episodes and then you get into the second one the second one always seems to just kind of fall flat but i think this one really kept like the momentum of the show going and like continued like that the stakes were very very real um for all of our characters and like i just love you know the like i love like the subtle differences and like that how they changed the mom's um character design like they're so subtle but you can like now see like her very like menacing moments versus like her being like sweet and innocent and it's not like they changed Mm. what she looks like but i love like small details like that and i think the show is just super successful and uh like i guess subtly giving you like pieces of things and i like this whole like cat and mouse game that's being played um yeah and emma's just such a sweet girl and poor thing i i hope (laughs) realities I I hope she gets what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we this might be the type of show where we have to be uh, expecting <laughs> bad things to happen. But oh, I fully expect bad <laughs> things to happen. But there's like there like I have moments where I'm just like Emma, no girl, like can we? Get, like you have to realize like what's going on, and then she she just continues like we're gonna save everyone, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and Brian's just like I this doesn't make any sense, yeah. but you're like, so you're, determined. You're okay, a smart girl, you should yeah. know better. Yeah, and like Norma too. Like Norma, I thought you were more logical than this. He's like, no, no, I want to help Emma. I want to help her too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get into all this. Uh, Allie, what did you think of episode two here? I was also kind of. Well, not kind of. I was pleasantly surprised with how it it stayed kind of interesting because the first episode I thought was going to be kind of hard to beat with the initial shock factor of, you know, demons are collecting human meat, blah, blah, blah. But I was glad to see, first of all, the kids dynamic with each other and like trying to think about things rationally, but also not so much, if that makes sense. And I was really mostly impressed with um, Emma's maturity to keep you know, calm and collected. I thought she was probably going to break really soon. So, and the animation is also done beautifully. I also really like the subtleties, like with the eyes and the expressions. And I don't know. I I, I also thought it would kind of slow down, but I'm getting more stressed just watching this episode. <laughs> this is very stressful. Yeah, <laughs> it is stressful, especially with like the mom yeah. jump scare. I was like, oh, hello. Oh, okay. uh, that that got me. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah, it was really well timed. Yeah. yeah, stressful and uh, very fast-paced, I think, definitely continues here. Um, yeah, if you didn't listen to our first podcast, we were, like, very high in the first episode. I, I thought that was, like, the best first episode of an anime I'd seen in years. And um, I it was, it was so incredible that it was inevitable that things would come down a little bit. And I do think this episode, too, is a lot worse than the first episode. But it's still good. Like, it's, it's still good. Um the, I, I'm worried that we're gonna like the part of the first episode I didn't connect with as much was like the tag strategy discussions and like we talk about strategy and stuff like that and that's kind of what the second episode focused the most on um there's a lot of like strat discussion of how we're going to approach this strategically and how we're going to like like we're trying to discern details of what's actually happening um you know with with the demons and everything and um i'm i'm not uh loving that type of thing as much but there's still like the qualities i think that made the first episode so special specifically the hallway scene and like the night hallway scene um we talked about that mom jump scare oh, like yeah. that entire scene yeah. that was phenomenal i thought that was all everything there was as good as the first episode uh yeah. just emma like putting on a, a brave face uh when when like just his mom like came up to her like face to face really scary like um and then uh, like norman watching and reacting and then 
they get out and like mom's like you weren't there were you it's fine as you weren't there and then they get out and then emma's like collapsing and like yeah Yeah. i collapsed with emma (laughs) (laughs) fell out of the chair that that scene is like so good um on the other hand i think this like norman and ray standoff scene um i really didn't like that one uh the one at the end you mean yeah yeah you say why though why didn't why didn't you it like it? It feels like yeah. a typical. I don't know if I'm shown in what 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 word is this? What's, no! what's the right genre? What's the right genre for this? Like it feels like a typical. You to call them rivals. It's like oh, rivals, dramatic music, face off. Oh, like uh, it's like no! this is like it was a little bit too much in that in in that stance, and they're just like swelling music and yelling at each other, and it didn't it didn't feel like they the type of tone yelling. that I I loved from uh from from the first episode. You know, I don't I don't need the the kids uh, facing off uh, over over like uh they're there's and like it's like oh it's all because emma and you know like some gender things too and and it's like oh and Nor- norman likes emma that's interesting but um okay <sighs> just I wait we're gonna talk about a few this. more episodes don't, no don't say that type of thing okay <laughs> no no okay, I, I get where you're coming from though because yeah. i remember reading the manga be like wait what like norman norman likes i'm like what what's gonna happen with that but I think we haven't seen a ton of these three interact. We know right from the first episode that they were, you know, very close as kids. They are the top three smartest people in this orphanage. That gives them their own kind of closeness, too. They're the only three that really gets each other on that kind of level. We haven't seen them interact a ton, though. So I think once that's fleshed out more with where the story is going, it will make a little more sense. And this won't feel as much like a rivalry. Cause I get why it feels that way to you right now, but that's, it's not like it's, it's not though. Okay, I'm not, look, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not passing judgment. I'm open to. The, I just think them like saying this is how the scene presented it, um, mm-hmm. and I wasn't crazy yeah. about that. But I'm not uh, totally against like uh, Norman and Ray's learning more about their interactions in the future. And there's clearly a ton of uh, interesting things. I think we we could do like the whole like boat made of mud thing. Um, that was like kind of bad. I think. Um, I love that. Them. He's basically. I, was say, I like. I like yeah. it. It made more sense to me once, like, because what was it ray was like like you're just making a boat out of mud and then norman like comes back at him with like the whole logic of that like yeah but if you bake mud then it's more like it's not mud anymore and then you can actually yeah you actually have a boat then and so i really thought that was like unique and it it kind of helped display like their characters because you know norman's like praised for being the smartest one and then ray keeps up with him and so i think that just further like i guess like set that tone like Norman like is already that smart and so and it wasn't necessarily that like he was fighting with Ray about it he's like look I understand like this is impossible but it's almost like he's saying like we're already in this like impossible situation so then like what's the point like let's go ahead and try and save all 37 kids or I guess now it's 38 again but like I don't know like I thought that was very a very like nice I don't like I enjoyed that conversation. I'm sorry. Yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> He's basically like, saying really well, April. If you put anyone under enough pressure, you can do anything, basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, if they're gonna die, at least go like go out trying to escape versus like just letting yeah, themselves be farmed, you know? Far- farmed. <laughs> yeah. Farmed. Uh, okay, that's okay, that's cool that I am I'm, I'm <laughs> the only one is down on that. That's good. Um it's a good sign, I think, for but yeah, in in general that less that type of thing, more the uh the horror elements infused with the, the slice of like I, life, I feel like is is what I got from the first episode. A s- small thing I'm worried about is no uh, demon action in this episode. 
Um, I was as as fast paced as it went. We didn't necessarily see uh, demons like we did in the first episode. I wonder if that's only going to be like every special episode type thing because I thought that was like a really special part of it. Like that's when it felt like the first episode felt like wow, it like really is going there when we just see the actual demons. Like it's going moving so fast, and these we're already seeing these these creatures. Um, um, so none of that here except in Emma's dream in the beginning, which I thought was really good. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I like how that also depicted them as way more creepy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, even, yeah. Even like a fancy so, yeah. table, and then she's yeah, yeah. Oh, and another thing I want to say is the one thing I did like is this episode continued the uh, time uh, theme and the clock imagery mm. that we got from the first mm. episode. Um, That's done well. Yeah, especially this like probably my favorite. Uh, like kind of like animation shot of the thing is right in the beginning when uh, the yeah. clock is ticking and it's moving back and forth the camera um, with Emma mm-hmm. up in the middle of the night there. Uh, I think like the, when we've done interesting things with with the time uh, the time theme, I think that that's been really successful, and it does continue in their conversations and stuff here. Um, so, because uh, th- yeah, because that's something I was worried about dropping off, just because sometimes uh, animes like in the pilot artistically present something that's not uh, consistently shown throughout the season. So, I'm, I think there are a lot of reasons to be optimistic uh, from the second episode. I think yeah. time's very important to like what's going on in the situation because they sort of established that timeline. Like we have two months, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, like so, I think <laughs> yeah. I think, like it further just drives home that point that like we're emphasizing like time and how it exists within the show, in, it, especially with like the ticking camera kind of thing. Like I thought that was, I agree, that was brilliant. It is of the essence. Yeah, the the of the essence. Yeah, the flat the, the the whole discussion there in that flashback scene when they're kind of hashing things out on what's going on. Yeah, I agree. Time is an undercurrent of everything there. Um, so th- that's uh that was really successful transitioning from kind of the the ticking and the clock image, and also the you know the the, the clock imagery is and is, is subtle throughout the entire thing. There's a shot of a clock, then like Ray is like, or I don't know, the, the the dude that was friends with Connie is like asking uh Norman like to fix a clock. Like it's 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 oh, yeah. yeah they're putting oh, they're putting yeah. kind of all of it yeah. throughout that yeah. Um, so I, I think that that's been uh, it. Kind of, I don't know. Almost gives it a little bit of a fairy tale type quality to everything that's happening, um, mm. which I think you get a little bit from from the show. But um, definitely, definitely would like that to continue. And that was another strong element here. Um, I guess let, I want to talk about that flashback scene first because that had the most new information. Uh, like this, it's it's uh, the one. It's basically one of the first things in the episode after the OP plays, uh, where um, we we see like. Uh, uh, Emma and uh, Norman decompressing on on what's happening here, and uh, they they basically the big conclusion is you just got to behave like normal. Um, Mom doesn't know who left the bunny there, um, but she totally does. She does. She has her suspicions. At least we can. I we she can, has her not. suspicions. We can. Mom's we can get dumb. what you guys. We can get what you guys uh, into. What you guys think of Mom in a second? But um, yeah, she's uh, <laughs> Emma says this is all to uh, maintain our quality as merchandise. Um, I do think this episode continues kind of the anti-factory farming themes that I talked about in the first podcast that I'm really into from the show. I think it's kind of just an undercurrent of everything <laughs> that's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they, they, they're, this is just them speculating, I think, but um, it's presented to us as factual. Um, but I do think that like when it's just the character speculating and it's not presented objectively, things could be subverted later. later. Um, but they say the older... The older, like, kid is higher quality meats. Um, they're shipped out when they're six to 12. Um, after, so, okay, so this is something that I 
didn't say correctly on the first podcast, but I think it's because the first episode didn't really tell me this. I, I was under the impression after the first episode that only when they're 12, they get shipped out, like only when someone turns 12. So I thought Connie was 12. I thought she turned 12, but it turns out she's she's six based on this conversation. You six. Can get, yeah. How you can did get you shot. think she was 12? At the beginning, it establishes <laughs> that the three of them are 11. Um, right. So I thought like that it's when you're 12, you get shipped off. I don't think the first episode was I think, pretty clear about that. Well, um, I think it, it could, I guess I can see where you got a little bit like confused because they say that no one stays past 12. Right, right. And they, right. they don't really, they don't really tell us the thing. They, they, right. So that's what I thought it was. This episode, um, is, I don't know if I'm not going to say that was like a thing that like the first episode did wrong, but it's sur- at the very least, it was very unclear if not presented in a different way. But this episode is telling us that, um, you could, sometime between six to 12, they are, uh, they're, they're shipped off and, um, at, at starting at six, the ones that they're, they're speculating that the ones are harvested with the lowest test scores. The brain probably tastes the best and the more developed, the better. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're <laughs> speculating. Is, do they make cows take tests at the farms? I hope so. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think, I, I don't think, uh, we're, uh, our our perceptions are as uh, <laughs> we can like taste things as much as demons can. I guess like I guess they can taste the quality Vampire development of a brain. I still feel like I don't know. I feel like people eat them, not demons. I think that's just me though. I what do you think the that, demons right. do if they don't eat the people? They're yeah. like the workers who harvest them. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe people are the demons. Well, that's true. We only we only saw low level demons. Like uh, why would they ha- harvest? people to eat them I mean do you think they'd have any moral quandaries about that or do you think it's not if they're rich enough honestly it's the cannibalistic idea. society that's being presented interesting um, I'm just like I don't like because I mean we'll get into it probably later but when they were talking about like that we're going into a demon's world I feel like humans are definitely still involved right we'll get, yeah, we'll get to like, that in a second it's 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 yeah again though that that's a similar thing like i'm talking about now like this is just them spitballing basically yeah so so it, it, and not all of this could be wrong um and then uh <laughs> all of it they say <laughs> the next shipment is two months from now as we talked about um so yeah the revel I, i'm impressed by how quickly we kind of explained the test score thing or at least we're attempting to explain that that was good because yeah. that was a big question coming out like why do they care about their test scores oh they're eating their brains that, that's a good explanation <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people or do maybe the test scores are like, okay, well, these are obviously smart humans, so we can save them so that they can br- produce more babies that we can eat. Oh, so that, that is a question is what's the source of the kids coming into the that, farm? See, that was my biggest question was yeah. like, and then when they said the thing about like, there's a shipment every two months, I was like, okay, well, there's nothing sustainable about this farm. Like, how has it not already been shut down? Because like you would go through, <laughs> you would go through kids so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So is everyone um, just getting quote unquote second, adopted every this- two months? When the yeah. second adult came in at the end of the episode, she was carrying a newborn kid or like a toddler. Where did that baby it's come like, from? Yeah, Where exactly. did the other adult come from? Where's her mom? One comes in again to right. replenish. 
Yeah, so let, let's get let's move to the the thing that Ali just talked about, where they they make uh they, there's this whole like Emma didn't realize that there's a there's there's a, it's a demon society outside, no place for humans. Um, and then like Norman was That's hiding that definitely from, not true. From her. Um, I think like at the very least, this that. is a logical conclusion to draw, considering that uh like what they talked about, like this is a farm that demons are running, they're getting shipped somewhere. Um, you know, if demons are farming humans, there must be demons uh, in control of at least the area that they're in. Uh. Yeah, so Allie, you're not, but why are you not buying this, Allie? I don't know. It just doesn't seem possible <laughs> because the humans on the farm, like, well, not the humans, the adults on the farm are in on it. So there have to be more, right? And what, like, why yeah. do they get to live? Are they just, like, like what happens super when smart? All the adults what, die? Why, do you, why do you think they would get to live? What, what <laughs> no about, idea. I mean, okay, think about it this way, Allie. If you, if you're in a situation where, yeah, it's not ideal, but at least I'm not dead, like, wouldn't you want to comply and do the best job with well, them? Well, yeah, but I'm just wondering Harms why they didn't get them? farmed. I mean, because they're adults. Well, well, right, like, so, so why is mom I, and... Like, might keep them and not others to yeah. live. It's, why so there definitely question? have to be a bunch of others that are alive, maybe on other farms, maybe doing who knows what. Maybe there's different farms. Like this is the yeah, that's what I assume. Kidding farm. There's a farm for just producing babies. There's a farm <laughs> preteen farm, <laughs> high schooler pre- farm. <laughs> I want to watch the anime farm. about the preteen farm. <laughs> <laughs> the most rowdy farm. Yeah, all <laughs> the hormones are changing. Yeah, no one would want to eat those. <laughs> Dark quality of what we're talking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think like one thing we're driving at here is that there clearly there's humans involved to some capacity. That I think that's what the episode is is telling us because Sister Crone comes in at the end. Like, yes, there is another human here, and also just the implication of like of uh, Carol, the new uh, kid that comes. Like, how 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 was she made? Right? Like, how is how, what what? How are the kids here? Well, when a mommy and a daddy has two babies. love each other. Well, Test you know, de- demons are advanced enough to control humans. Maybe they can just produce humans, uh, yeah, scientifically or something. Um, I but... thought the tube that they put Connie in was like a, um, a cloning tube at first. Right, Connie, so they right? They have... Connie put, put in a tube. What's up with that? Preservation. No, it's a heat preservation tube. Yeah, so that's, that's po- I mean, it's possible. You know, but yeah. they could yeah. have other myth. Yeah, like, what um, about, what about the rose that was in Connie? What's that doing? That's, that's yeah, that, I'm, I'm still confused about that. Where are those flowers coming from? Where are the flowers coming from? We're going to get into a Steven Universe question. That's the real question. (laughs) So clearly, though, there's there's more of a human role than uh, it might be. You might initially think, oh, they're just on, like, an alien demon planet or something. Um, I still think it's possible they're in, like, a dome or something and that the rest of the – that's what we expected on the first one. The rest of the outside world looks completely different. This just looks like Earth. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, one of the big discussion points in the first podcast was – why is mom Isabel uh, acting this way? Like, and I think a conclusion that we were all attached to was that she is like, since we're, this is anti-factory farming, uh, like meta, like, uh, themes that we're going for she's the farmer she is like the person that's um the farm that's like petting the cow and then like caring about it and taking care of it and like she genuinely cares about it but then also she slaughters it to eat it um and, and yeah. So, yeah yeah that makes total sense right so that's 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 kind of uh a, a conclusion we drew so what how does this episode i think play into that is is, is interesting the, the the problem with that that uh that comparison is that she's also human ostensibly um, although she could be a demon, that's not necessarily. She could be a robot. Yeah, that's my she's you totally... can be a 
you could be a cold-hearted person and right. well is she, is she being coerced is she willingly doing this is this mm. like uh this is like the only option um mm. you know it's it's I, I i think uh this episode gives her agency that was up in the air after you kind of like saw the demons talking to her and she kind of looked glossy eyed. And I was like, is she being mind controlled or something? I think like you don't get, you don't get the, that sense in this episode. Cause she's purposefully like pulling out the compact and checking oh, where they yeah. are. And she's yeah. like, I want to talk about questioning that. Emma creepily in the hallway. Yeah. She, she, yeah. Right. The, her questioning Emma in the hallway. That seems like she's like in charge knows what she's doing and uh, is, is purposefully trying to control them and be suspicious of them and sort of, so like she, she definitely, that's that's a big conclusion I drew here. She has agency in this and is um not simply just like uh, a slave to the to the demons. Like uh, I mean, she might be to a certain extent, but uh, she seems in charge and a, a direct threat um, that that we're going to be facing here. Well, yeah. Like, what would happen if I guess a riot? Like, what happened if all the animals escaped at the farm? Like, yeah. she like she would be responsible for that, and mm-hmm. I have like mm-hmm. no doubt that the demons would then kill her or do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, just something bad would happen to her. So she has a lot sort of at stake. And if like people, or I guess I don't, I hate calling them animals, but like if Emma and like Norman and Ray or whoever like found out, then like that could that could mean bad things for her and so it it's interesting though that she's just sort of like toying with them versus just like taking care of the situation because i feel like if she didn't care about them at least a little bit then um she would probably just have already been done with them like okay because they said oh prepare to harvest like those three and since those are the three that she's suspicious of or at least norman and emma then like why not just ship them out early like here you go give me my money or however she gets paid for this (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean i think she's definitely last episode presented her complying to the demons uh um which is by the way some not it wasn't mm. a point but like last episode the demon says harvest the, the three of them and uh that wasn't really brought up in this episode so that's kind of like an undercurrent of danger i think that um they don't know about is that they're probably the next three to be harvested in two months like like they said here yeah um, yeah yeah so. whoever turns 12 first presumably would be the yeah. first of them right, to but go. Also, also the demon says take the three with the highest test scores um so we don't you don't know how well, i thought that i thought that would be soon but i guess it might be a long proper preparation process i feel like they yeah. know that they're the next ones on the list yeah like, like, and just because the mom in the hallway like yeah like i'm sorry that i'm gonna have to leave yeah, that's soon true. oh so that's mm-hmm. true i see what you're saying so yeah, yeah. They, they, they know at least it's soon if not next like they know it's yeah mm-hmm. And regardless, Emma wants to get out before two months because she wants everyone to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought they overheard that they were next when they were still under the car. I thought they overheard yeah, that, they too. Oh, I guess they. Oh, yeah. I think I think there's some ambiguity when they left um, because yeah. they ran off at some point and we smash cut to them running off. So it's unclear if they heard uh, that part, I guess, or, or certain parts of, of the conversation. Um, I think that was towards the, I, 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 I could go back and rewatch. I think they wouldn't have heard that because they would have had to have a running start. Um, but it's, it's, but it's the thing is like, yeah, they're all reaching the age of 12 soon. So they were going to, they were here. So they know way. that they were leaving either way. Yeah. yeah they, just based they, off of their age. Yeah, They know mm-hmm. they're leaving. Regardless, we have this two month deadline. Um, so a lot of, a lot of this episode is like lying to mom, telling her that, uh, 
that uh, it was it wasn't them at the beginning. They're like, uh, it's okay if we went to the wall, but we didn't see anything or to the gate. And but then they kind of change strategies, I guess, once they know it's up. And it's like we can't. We they when Ma uh, she asked them uh, if they went to the gate, uh, they say no. And uh, it's I, I think a question is like, does does she know it's them? Um, I think so. I want to know. About the tracking device, because before then, when she found the little girl in the forest, and then she opened the whatever thing. Right. Okay. Let's also bring in the tracking device to this conversation. So yeah, the the kid goes missing, and uh, mom comes back with the kid, and uh, Norman speculates. She pulls out a compact. She says, uh, "Norman says like she wants us to know that, or she wants to know whoever went that she has them under her thumb, and like uh, Mm. and she so and they speculate that there's tracking devices on them, and that like they don't have security measures like around the walls, but they are the security measures. They have it." They're tracking the the children. Um, yeah. What well, what did you find interesting about all that, Allie? I just want to know how he well not how he deduced that, but how I don't know. I guess it would work. How they wouldn't have known about it before. I mean, I'm assuming maybe if they are do have tracking devices in them, it was like installed when they were like newborns or something. Yeah. But I'm <laughs> I don't want a scene where we have to watch them like digging it out of their flesh or anything because that's going to mm, be gross. I can and you know they that. always do that in the movies, and I totally see that happening. <laughs> I could definitely see that. Um, I I feel like since they're demons and they're like, I I view the demons as like on a plane of existence above to a certain like. It's also like the future too. My guess is their their tattoos on their necks. Oh 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 yeah, it could be on the tattoos. Yeah, I I feel like it's not so simple as something they can dig out of this guy. Like it's like it's infused into a body part or something. What if it's their brain? Maybe it's no. like directly no. scanned. It could damage the brain, brain quality. That's true. Not. Do that. That's yeah. risky. That's, oh, oh, you're concerned about their their meat supply. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really mess up the brain just putting stuff in there. Well, That's it's kind of like point, do people though. put chips in their cats and dogs so that they get lost? They can find them yeah. now. That's a thing. Yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's not as simple as that. Probably given the fact that it's the that future and also it's demons. I definitely think it's the the numbers on their necks. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. That's my. Think about that. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how they'd get that off. Um, you can't <laughs> laser <laughs> removal. That's the point. They're stuck. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, April, you so you think uh, Mom actually does know that it was the three of them? Yeah. The because, of them. And I think so. I think it's uh, she's smarter than that because they they talk about in the first episode like how Mom's like super smart and all of that, mm. but then again she's like sort of playing this game with them and she like purposely shows them the tracking device. And it's funny because Norman says something where uh, he's like, well, she only knows where we are whenever she checks. But what makes him think that she wouldn't have immediately checked? Yeah. Like as soon as she found bu- like the bunny and maybe they didn't show us that. And I think they purposely didn't show us like show her checking because they paused for a moment. And even if they hadn't paused, she still would have seen like them on the tracking, like running away from the gate. So I think she definitely knows, but she's sort of playing the game where she's like, Maybe I suspect you, but I, but I don't like. I think you're like, totally innocent. Terrifying chicken. Yes. <laughs> what's what's the what's the motivation for her not not doing something about it? Probably to catch them in the act of them running away. Yeah. Um. Could it be that she mm. the the motivation is still to preserve the the, the livestock like uh, like as long as possible? Yeah. Right. Like she wants to fully yeah. harvest them at the opportune time. Um, so preserving, like going along with their game of uh, she gets is, more is, money that way. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's on the table. 
Yeah, I don't think she's getting paid by uh, the. Yeah, no, she's not getting paid. I, I think her payment is being able to live past the yeah. age of 12. Yeah. <laughs> she's is. already received her payment. Yeah, she's. Yeah. She wants to continue to live. Like... Yeah, at, the very least, at the very least, I don't think it's commission based based on uh, yeah. the number Why of Why not? She's got three really smart kids with perfect test scores. That's got to pay something. Yeah, that, right? that's, it seemed like good harvest. Yeah. She'll yeah. get a high It's five. a very good harvest. Like, she better be rewarded if she doesn't. I'm going to go. <laughs> April, you're, Look, you're talking so definitively about it. me. <laughs> Look, Dylan, I'm about people getting what they deserve. <laughs> Mama should definitely unionize. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Her, her, her and Crone are going to get the futuristic demon society. <laughs> That's going to be season two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, do we, what do we think of Sister Crone who comes in at the end here? Second caretaker to the. She the scares me. Quotes. She scares you? I don't know. Adults scare me. She's very big the and kids looming. are scared. Yeah, yeah, she's very big and looming. <laughs> Emma and Norman are. We end on Aaron Norma's terrified expressions. I like how Ray is just chill. Ray doesn't care. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Being very in the background. I hope we develop Ray more. Me too. I love that he was he seems to be things like he's chill, but he's like damn perceptive, mm-hmm. and I think that's interesting. Because if like Ray Norman and Emma are all very smart, but they're smart in in slightly different ways that complement each other, and that's why it feels like they're such a good team. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. This episode we get more answers. We could talk about Ray too. Uh, Crow and I think uh, interesting to see more of her character here. Um, Def, we all, I think we all kind of think that she would be like we're on the same page as Emma and Norman probably that uh, she is an enemy as well. Um, like she, she, there's no way they're like oh here here's this. Uh, normal uh caretaker she doesn't know what's going on she'll just uh care for the kids without because i feel like that's another strategy the demons could use is they could uh have have uh adults that don't that don't understand either um that's true oh i don't i guess i don't know how you get it to that point you'd have to like uh control their perceptions of the world for a long time well they already kind of have like they've already demonstrated that they do that with the kids and i guess like mm-hmm. kids are a, a little bit more impressionable and it's easier to sort of it, it's easier to flesh out like some sort of belief like they're all orphans and they're at an orphanage waiting to get adopted and go to foster homes but and so maybe like it's not hard for like the demons to sort of pluck out like kids and sort of like mold them to fit like the hey so you remember how you grew up in that orphanage and then you went to a foster home like you've lived that experience now go be with these kids who are also living that kind of situation so i don't think it would be super like hard for them to like warp the mind of an adult to sort yeah, of maybe, maybe it's like mm. mind, mind control to a certain extent or maybe they're just being truman showed for a longer period of time in their life i think the, i think the kids are being truman showed here i think i think that's basically what's happening and they're in a deal yeah. and uh yeah well the um, kids definitely are right because nobody to a certain extent, yeah least, yeah but no, it, what's really going on? But I, my, I think the question is like, is it? Does it look like Earth out there? You know, like is this even? It could not be Earth. It could just. What's be on the other planet. side of the wall? We don't know. Yeah, it could just be don't. nothing but concrete. Yeah. Well, we saw. We kind of saw trees on the other side of the wall. <laughs> forever. Concrete. Yeah, yeah. oh, oh, did you? Okay. But oh. but it could just be a projection um, on a wall. On oh, a, like a hologram. Yeah, like that's I think Damn. that's how it works Fake in Truman trees. Show. Yeah, is that they, they like hit the, hit the dome and like, oh, there's nothing actually here. It just looks like there's something. God, here. if they really do wind up being Truman Show, I'm gonna flip a table. <laughs> 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 
it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Live footage of Abby um, flipping a table. <laughs> <laughs> the show's on in the background. <laughs> we're all in a farm in reality. Wow. What if what if we're we're all being we're being true with the show? Oh, boy, that's <laughs> next level. Don't go there. <laughs> Dangerous. All right, back back to Ray for a second, because we learn more about at the first episode you're like, oh, Ray knows something. Like he 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 knows mm. more than he's letting on. This episode it mm, seems yeah. like he doesn't. It's like they tell him what's happening, he believes them right away. He's uh very cold and calculating about it, and he's like, Oh, we just have to escape with a few of them. And why are you being such an idiot, Norman? And his like standoff with Norman, and then Norman's like, uh, well, I like Emma, so I always I like Emma, so that's all I always wanted to be smiling. When he says I like Emma, I think he I interpret that romantically when he's saying like Skeeta, like uh I, I, that's that's my sense. Allie is. It's not what, always you, what it means, but, but I see you, where you're going from that. He yeah. he he's just close like, to Emma. Mean, yeah, they're the three of them are the closest. Yeah. So the, the three of them are like a family. He's like, I'm not going to leave her alone. It could you? just be care for. We we made fun he of John at the end really of last podcast for her. talking about shipping, but it yeah, turns no, out there's a ship. Here. Eleven, leave them <laughs> turns, yeah, turns out there is a ship in this show. The ship is family. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we haven't seen enough of, of Ray to really get his perception. But I think the thing with Ray, it's not that, like, of course, he wants to, to leave with Emma and Norman. They're his best friends. But yeah. he knows that Emma is, like, so good with the kids. And the kids, like, love her and trust her. And she has that bond with all these other kids. Ray doesn't necessarily have that kind of close friendship with anyone else in the orphanage. So for him, he's like, okay, I got my two people that's Got enough a book <laughs> but even Norman was... Emma's not gonna be that way and he's like well if I can convince Norman to be on the same page maybe together like we can show Emma that this is crazy to take everyone but instead what ends up happening is the opposite of what he wanted Norman's like no no let's do it like, Emma thinks it's a good idea yeah I think we can make it work let's just think about it in a different way and he's like you're both idiots but like of course I can't leave you I you're my two best friends glad that Norman established like I was afraid to die and that's why like I would cry but Emma was crying because she didn't yeah. want her family to die. So yeah. they like they know she's like the best of them. Yeah, I like so they want to follow her. Yeah. He, he admires her spirit and commitment to other people. That's part of what makes her character so exciting. And I I really like that because Emma is like low key kind of the leader. Yeah. So yeah. like they're all brilliant. Like Emma has the heart and the willingness to like get people to do what she wants because she's so passionate and that's its own kind of power, which I think is really cool. So I think they're all she funny. genuinely cares too. Yeah. So. She's like, the real mom friend. She's actually the real mom. <laughs> real mom. I'm going to get back to that part of them in a second. But yeah, Ray, uh, with the hallway scene more in there. But um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ray, Ray here. Um, t- seem, do we think Ray does know more than he's letting on? I guess that's no. still a question here. Um, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like they later mm-hmm. revealed that he knows like he he knows more than what he's letting on. Just because, like, he's sort of that silent, like, like Watchful. intellect. Yeah, like he's very perceptive, uh, and they 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 make it a point to say that he's perceptive too. So I feel like that's something that's going to like sort of come back, come back around, and they're yeah. gonna be like, like he's gonna be like, okay, so from what I've seen, and they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, Ray, you're so perceptive, and we're gonna be like, <laughs> we already know. Like, yeah, I could see him having <laughs> a bunch of like theories and stuff and speculations mm-hmm. but i don't think he actually knows anything for a hundred percent sure like yeah that that's the impression the episode gives up it is possible like because he believes them right away it is possible he knew something already um mm-hmm. but i think that probably a little more to ray still i think than's letting on but this episode does qualm a little bit of 
of the the suspicious shot of Ray that we got for like he definitely at least knows when something's up because even when he was like five he was like that's totally a lie yeah yeah Right, that, that, that's still that, that opening scene, right, of him being younger and still understanding yeah. that something was wrong. Or even, he, had, he had to have looked into it at some point, I feel yeah. like. Or yeah. even, like, the scene whenever, <laughs> like, they go up to the yeah. fence, and mm-hmm. he's like, there's clearly not danger there, which then later makes sense because there's that huge wall on the other side of the fence. But, like, even then, he's just like, well, like, if we were in danger, don't you think the fence would be higher? Like... And they're like, oh, I guess that's a good point. What if he knew about the wall the whole time? And he definitely has like a back door entrance in the wall. He's been carving it out for years. I know. I think think there's going to be something Ray's been working on it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's been doing something this whole time. That would be, it would make things way more interesting. Yeah. Make it way yeah. easier. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what's like, right. here. Here, I, I drilled a tunnel. Not drilled. Yeah. I dug no, a it's tunnel. Con- it's convenient. <laughs> Ray, Ray just I, had this ready. Hit it with uh, this poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to and uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Ray. <laughs> yeah. This is this is we're just gonna. It's all gonna be like uh, '90s movies the entire time. Uh, this, <laughs> this show is gonna reference. Yeah. Um. The last parts of the scene. Uh, Norman says, "I I won't let her die. That's why I'm going to utilize myself." Um. Which to me is like he's willing to sacrifice himself to save Emma. That's yeah. What I took that as. Um. Same that's time. that that goes towards or my he's interpretation. Just like, I'm of, really smart because he also kind of says like I've never like lost it anything I've put my mind true. to yeah, before. Yeah. So he seems very confident that using his brains he can pull this off. He does. He does seem confident. Yeah. yeah. And that, 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 that line is also what lended my interpretation of uh, his feelings being romantic. Um, it's kind of like a very, I won't let her die. I'll utilize my kind of romantic. Mindset, but um, <laughs> you snort. You don't, <laughs> don't diss the ship. Okay. It's the ship. They're 11. Oh my God. <laughs> let them just be kids. They're being like, uh, what's it called? Raised for the slaughter. There's no time for shipping. There is no time. The dis- if any show has Man, no time for shipping, it is this show. No that is true. That. <laughs> that is true. Uh, We've only got two months now. Come on now. <laughs> uh, and then at the, at the end, Ray, like, I guess, kind of gives in to help them. He's, he's like, oh, I'll f- I'm forced to help you. Um, it's kind of the conclusion. <laughs> he's smart. Like, I mean, he does, no one else is trying to escape. Like, now that he knows, or, or he's discovered the truth of what's going on, like, I'd be like, your plan sounds crazy, but I'm in. Like, yeah, I think it's possible Ray is going to be like, uh, when push comes to shove, he might not go along with actually trying to save everyone if he thinks another way will be better. Yeah. But he, yeah, I think yeah. So too. Mm-hmm. yeah. He just starts killing the kids himself. <gasps> oh no, <laughs> April. <laughs> April. <laughs> I realized what I said as it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> No, I want that to happen now. Him, that's a risky. That's a risky thing to do for Ray if he wants Emma to be his friend. Stabbing six-year-olds left and right. (laughs) Yeah, he's not angry. Oh yeah, should should be noted. No dead kids in this episode. Yeah. Dead Connie again. We saw. We did see Dead Connie. She was already dead in in the dream. But um, I wonder how many uh, over fifty percent, under fifty percent episodes will feature kids dying in the show. (laughs) Seems like over, maybe. Yeah, I'm like, who does over because if these three are supposed to be shipped out in two months? Well, yeah, I guess the two month thing makes it seem like it's possible none will, but something's going to go wrong at some point, right? Yeah, sick. Someone. Oh, now they're two adults. I mean, this is, I think, the thing we're forgetting. So, like, you know, 
like mama isabella she's the main threat right like there are all these kids there's one of her but she's like really freaking smart she's noticed so much but the fact that she is called in backup clearly means business because i don't think they've ever had another adult in that entire orphanage before the same time i think it's only ever been mama that's a pretty big that's the impression you get is that she calls him back up right Uh, but it's it's not not we don't know that for sure or maybe they had backup called in for her maybe she she didn't plan to have sister chrome there and simply because like the little bunny was discovered they were just like oh well there's clearly a breach in your security like here's a sister chrome (laughs) enjoy That would reflect badly on her. I don't know if she'd want to report that directly to her superiors, though. Possible the demons saw, but the demons weren't there in the shot that we saw at the end of last episode. Um, Or possible she's forced to report everything. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Um, Yeah. But she probably would want to. The demons did it behind her back. She she's just like great. <laughs> I could I could see the demons being great. I don't want a roommate. I feel like, we should, like a, we should have seen a scene of her being angry at that though. If this was not something she approved, I like that we're not getting a whole lot of like insight as to her part of it. We we don't have her perspective. Yeah, yeah. I I like that we don't have her perspective though. I think it keeps her menacing. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really. If we saw her perspective, we might start to understand and sympathize, and yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, she I'm already about her getting paid out for. Yeah, April already wants her to get paid. It's so nice if she got money for doing this, but I don't know. All right, quick, quickly to the uh, last thing is the hallway scene again. We talked about most of it, but um, the uh, we had this jump cut to to mom face to face with uh, Emma, and and then and then you're like, oh no, what's Emma going to do? And then she plays it cool, and even to the extent where she's like, I wonder what Connie's doing right now. I was like, like oh my no. god, savage! Like wow. driving it home. Like, god, honey, no. That was my favorite part of the episode. Was that from her? Like, oh my goodness! I, I didn't like, know she's you know, capable of that, right? Like, that's crazy. She wanted to be a mom just like you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll make a wonderful adult. Mm-hmm. The fact that yeah, she's a mom wonderful that, adult yeah. uh, like one of me. Yeah, both of them are being brutal. <laughs> just, They're both like, being brutal. Like, being yeah, savage. Emma is properly conforming to how brutal. So mom is. much shade. Uh, yeah, like Emma just having the courage to do that, I feel like is is that was nuts. really impressive. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I would did not, not expect that. that. I would. Emma, I feel. I, how how is I don't know. Like that's nuts that all all of these kids can act so composed in the situation. I feel like partly it's because they're kids. I feel like yeah, you know, maybe it'd be harder for us in the situation because being like more aware of things and having more world weary. Like maybe. Just be, like maybe their age lends lends uh, possibilities to them actually getting out. I don't know. Mm. I think you have a They're point. They're also really sure. smart. I feel like those kids are way yes. smarter yes. than me. April, yeah. They're That's smarter exactly. than us? Okay. That's what I was just Smarter say. than me. I didn't say us. <laughs> I remember, no, April's right, though. I remember reading this and being like, how do they keep coming to these crazy logical conclusions in five seconds? And then I remember, like, they're getting three, like, 300 points on these crazy you have, you like have nine seconds to answer each question what? there's there's a reason why like they're allowed to live to the age of 12 like they're probably the smartest cattle for miles around so, yeah. they're like freaking smart kids they're smarter than us by like a long shot and that's what makes it kind of exciting too because they're they're actually able to hold their own in these situations that are so high pressure and so dire and that's part of what makes it such a fun show 
Right. They're definitely very smart. I think maybe the demons are like grooming their intelligence to like be superhuman, you know, like, like it's better for their brains to it's higher quality meat. So maybe like uh, through demon influence, like with these tests and stuff, they can actually be like even smarter than humans would be capable of otherwise or something like that's like a two, a two headed, two edged sword right there. They want them to be smart so they can yeah, have their smart brains, but then they can, if, yeah. if you want it as far as possible, then like, what if it gets too smart to be able to be eaten anymore? I don't know, demons, you might find out. Yeah. That's like uh, building robots, you know, make them <laughs> smart so they can help us. But uh, then, yeah, <laughs> that, that type of thing. <laughs> then what's uh, what if, happens? What if, like, the demons are actually humans who've um, taken some kind of crazy hormones or who knows what? See, that's what and I'm they've thinking. evolved into them. And so maybe there's, like, a possibility that, like, that's where, like, everyone's human except, like, the demons are, like, a more evolved version of hum- humanity that comes from, like, science, and so that's, and they're like, yeah, but in this demon form, we must eat human flesh, and it's become very cannibalistic at that point. Ew. No, I like that. That's I cool. like that a lot more. I feel yeah. like that <laughs> make it more interesting. <laughs> it's just random demons being a plot point. I like dark things. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, anything with the outside world is possible right now, basically. Um, yes. They could Joke's be in really any it's location. It's actually normal human society. <laughs> oh, this, hey, this is going to be us in how many years? 25 years? What is this? 45? Yeah, just the future. Yeah. yeah. Will be... Choose your sides, everybody. If Choose Donald your sides. You better human. This is what the future a... of America. <laughs> what? Who's, why are we choosing the demon side? Why is that... <laughs> Have you seen our government? Oh, you want the? I want to be a farmer. <laughs> I think April. I think it's clear that you would. You would side with the good, demons. Good yeah. choice, I guess. Oh, <laughs> April okay. would side with the the, the paying the paying demons. Yeah. Like I don't want to be a demon, but if that if it means staying alive, I'll feed them. It's fine. <laughs> See, maybe that's exactly how Mama feels. Honestly, right? No, that is the no. I think it's like a biting commentary on people. The yeah, that yeah, way, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the terrible system uh, okay uh i think we hit on everything here michelle final thoughts on this episode i'm really excited for episode three i wonder what they're gonna cover <laughs> okay don't act like you don't know well, she doesn't know how much it's they're gonna, gonna yeah, yeah i don't know it's been a while since i read it so we'll see okay, i'm excited cool. though i want i want to see more sister crone man yeah, certainly think we'll see more Sister Crown with her yeah. introduction at the end of this episode. Uh, April, final thoughts here. Um, these past two episodes have been great. I'm super excited for the third one. Um, I really want to. I really want to know Sister Crown. She she looks like a fun time. <laughs> I if I'd call the person trying to kill you and eat you a fun time. Categorized that way before. She looks like a fun. <laughs> she looks like okay. fun. <laughs> okay, so we'll see. More sister going. Allie, final thoughts. I just noticed the um, what is this? Like the icon for the anime, and they're standing on a plate that is also a clock, and the fork mm. and the knives are the handles. So wow, combining the two, the two biggest yeah. imagery with the show. Yeah, yeah. Food, food and time. Yeah. Those are my final thoughts. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's hungry. time. Will be I want episode three. I'm hungry for more. Okay, hungry for more. Yay. Yes, uh, yes. We'll find out with episode three on. Uh, yeah, it looks like Thursdays at eleven. I think is when the show's coming. Eastern time is when the show's coming out. So um, yeah, Thursday's so, not too far. Yeah, no. not that, not that. It's we'll, just weird because it comes out on Fridays. It's weird. 
Yeah, I don't know what Japan time that is. Probably over Friday. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we'll probably if we if we continue podcast probably over the weekend for for this. So a few days after the premiere, so I'll look out for these. Um, but yeah, very excited for next episode. Let us know you thought of. This episode to uh, Promise Neverland or anything we discussed here at OverlyAnimated.com in the article comment section or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated in the comment section for the video on YouTube as well. Um, you can also talk about it with us on Discord at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord on our anime channel um, and support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Rachel, a.k.a. Rachel Rose. And thanks as well as our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, yep, we'll be back to cover episode three. Check out busy, uh, time right now with a bunch of new shows airing. Check out Ruby, Young Justice, Steven Universe, uh, coverage all, uh, recurring right now, including huge week next week with a bunch of finales. Also, uh, yeah, we'll see about episode three. We have a lot of stuff to cover next weekend. Uh, the big Ruby finale. Um, the Young Justice finale is uh, potentially the Genlock premiere. Um, the Steven Universe finale coming up on Monday. Big, big week coming up. So, um, And then a new episode of this show. So find all that at OverlyAnimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.